much for watching Today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are delighted to spend time with you and honored that you would give us some of your time. And partners, thank you so much for helping us to cover the earth with the word. We couldn't do what we do without you. And we are so very, very, very grateful for you. And I want to encourage you with this testimony. Bonnie uh, was struggling in her home. Her basement was flooded for nine days and they couldn't figure out why. After receiving prayer, they were able to find and repair the source of the leak. And, you know, I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. If you're struggling with any kind of home issues, some of you watching, you're like actually homeless. Some of you, your home situation is very insecure and unstable. Some of you are watching, you might be in foreclosure. You just don't know where you're going to live. It's kind of a temporary situation, but you need something more permanent and, and settled. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would give you a home and a secure, stable place for you to live that would be a blessing in your life and you could be a blessing uh, to others because of a stable home environment. So, Mom, we have a really oh, cool guest. We do. Who are we interviewing today? We're interviewing Mark Moore and it's Quest 52. You will love this and you will love the book. Now, I took my book and I underlined it and I put some question marks even in it and I think you will be astounded at what you will get about the picture of who Jesus is in your book. So please watch today. It's very, very important. And remember, today is the best day of your life because Jesus Christ lives big in you today. And of course, we want you to call us and give us your prayer requests. And we love to pray for you. And of course, don't forget to get the book because it will change your life. It's important. In parts of Asia, babies and toddlers growing up in the sex industry do not have safe childhoods. Instead, they are left on the streets, abused and neglected while their mothers work. They have nowhere safe to go. You can change this. Nightcare provides a safe place for these babies and toddlers where they are loved and cared for. Every night at the center, they are given a nutritious meal, toys to play with, and a safe place to sleep. Help us provide safe childhoods for these babies and toddlers. Help us protect babies and toddlers from the horrors of the sex industry. $38 protects one baby for one month. Donate now by calling 888-985-2000. Welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are thrilled and delighted to get a little time with you. So I encourage you to put your remote control down or maybe you DVR this. That's fantastic. And I also want to introduce to you our cool new guest. But before I do that, just remember we love to pray for you. And we know that God answers prayer no matter how big, how little, whatever it is. If you have family issues, you might be struggling in your finances, right? In the job situation, you might be having to make some decisions. You're kind of at a crossroads. You're like, ah, we want to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray and we know that God answers prayer. So I want to introduce to you, Pastor Mark Moore. Thank you for hanging out with us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Mark, not everybody knows you. So can you give us a little bit of background? And not everybody we'll... knows me? No, you... I know, right? <laughs> I, I was Shocked a kid you. that uh, grew up in Sacramento, California. We got called into ministry and I went out to a little Bible college in Joplin, Missouri. Spent five years there, my undergrad. 
uh, short ministry in San Antonio. They called me back to teach, and I spent the next 22 years as a Bible college professor raising up men and women for Christian service. Great season. Uh, but then, then it was time for to make a change. I wanted to, instead of putting people in the ministry, I wanted to participate in it. So I got an offer, a call by God to go to Phoenix, Arizona and work with Christ Church of the Valley. Been there 10 years as a teaching pastor, and it's the thrill of my life. Mm -hmm. That is fun. Totally fun. And you wrote a book called Core 52, and now this is Quest 52. Um, Quest 52 is kind of zeroing in on Jesus. Yep. So what would you say are some obstacles to really knowing Jesus? <sighs> what are obstacles to knowing Jesus? Um, I'm the biggest obstacle, to be honest with you, mm. because I want I want him to be the center of my life, but I also, I want to be the center of my life. So uh, you know my life verse, John 3.30. Yeah. John the Baptist, the greatest man ever born of a woman, said he must increase, I must decrease. And that's, that's my struggle for knowing Jesus. I think another struggle we have, and it's not even a bad struggle, is we want Jesus to look like us. So all around the world, the portraits of Jesus by artists look like the man in the mirror or the person in the mirror. And we need that. Well, like we need to be able to relate to Jesus. But we think of him as a Western. He was Eastern. We think of him as a from a guilt-based culture, which we are. He's from a shame-based culture, which is different. Uh, he is Jewish. He is ancient. He is, uh, you know, uh, he his worldview was very different than ours. So sometimes you just need, like when you go travel abroad, you need someone to guide you. What? How do you order food? How do you get money from the bank? Where do you not go at night? And Quest 52 is just, think of it as a field guide to the culture surrounding Jesus so that you can see him in his own environment little more authentically than our perceptions. Mm -hmm. You might be watching right now and, and maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Maybe Jesus is kind of foreign to you, or maybe you've walked away from Jesus and you need to make a brand new start. We would love to pray for you. We would love to invite you, hop on the phone. We want to pray that Jesus would come into your life, that you can invite Jesus, whether it's a repeat, kind of a do-over, or whether it's the first time ever, hop on the phone. We want to pray with you that Jesus can come into your life, into your heart, and really <laughs> turn your life upside down, inside out, and completely illuminate, oh my goodness, this is who Jesus is, the fullness, vitality. And, and when you do that too, grab your copy of Quest 52. Such a powerful resource to help you appreciate, understand, walk with Jesus uh, more personally than you ever have before. And when you wrote this, um, as you grew in kind of, because I know writing a book, right, is a little bit of an exercise, <laughs> kind of. But it's also worship. Mm. For, for me, it was was worship. And there yeah. were there were times when, you know, I'm not pen to paper, but I'm, I'm typing away and the Holy Spirit would just say, here he is. And you just have these flashbang mm. moments where Jesus just shows up in the midst of wrestling with the text and how to communicate. One of the things I want to do is to make Jesus famous in our own culture. So someone, I have a lot of, I'm so glad what you just said, that mm. you said what you just said about knowing Jesus. Look, if, if you've never believed in Jesus, you just need to know he's always believed in you. And regardless of your past or maybe something that you've been through, 
there's no barrier. There may be a barrier between you and him, but never between him and you. He's always available to you. So let down the barriers. Give Jesus a chance to change your life. Mm -hmm. When you say let down the barriers, sometimes we don't even know we have barriers, mm. right? I mean, we have these mindsets. But what would you say, think about some of those mindsets or barriers. I mean, I talked about obstacles. You're like, well, I'm an obstacle. Yeah. But I yeah. think sometimes some other barriers potentially, like one idea is sometimes religion is a barrier. Yeah. Well, it was for Jesus. And that's the beautiful thing about Jesus. He, he did more to uh, demolish judgmentalism and legalism and this, this idea that you're good for God by following rules. He just destroyed that. I think you would be stunned if you've been put off by a religious organization. You will be stunned at how much Jesus actually agrees with you in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And walks you through some of those and, and un unpack some of that stuff. I mean, really looks at, okay, yeah, you screwed up. But, and I just, I was reading it today, John 8, and he, you know, the woman caught in adultery. Do you, where are your accusers? I don't accuse you either. Yeah. And so Jesus unpacks that stuff for us. And I think sometimes religion can can be an obstacle. What would you say to somebody who's frustrated because Jesus didn't show up for them the way they wanted, maybe as an obstacle? Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we do have broken expectations with Jesus because we say this is who Jesus is. And he's going, I never, I never said that. Like, I never made that promise. I never, that's not what I want for you. Here's what I know. If you've ever been disappointed with Jesus because he didn't meet your expectation, it's because your expectation was too small. Let me give you an example. John the Baptist was in prison for nine months. He had spoken out truth. And if you think about John the Baptist, he was looking at Jesus and going, well, Jesus, you're not what I expected you to be. John the Baptist didn't drink alcohol. Jesus did. John the Baptist didn't consort with prostitutes. Jesus <laughs> did. In fact, John the Baptist was in prison by Herod in a pile called Machaerus, just by the Dead Sea. He hears Herod's parties going on upstairs, and he hears about Jesus' parties, and they sounded the same. So he asked Jesus, are you the one who is to come? Sent a delegation of disciples. And Jesus quote, this is beautiful. Jesus quotes from Isaiah 61 and Isaiah 35. Pulls these two together and says, well, here's what Messiah is going to do. Here's what I'm doing. The blind uh, see, the lame walk, the deaf hear. But there's one sentence that Jesus left out of the verse. And you know Jesus knows the sentence because he preached that same passage in Nazareth years earlier. And he quoted the sentence that the prisoners will be released. Wow. Jesus left that out, but then he added in another line that's not in the Old Testament. But the dead will be raised to life. I think what Jesus is saying, John, I know where you are, and no, I'm not going to release you. I'm going to do more. I'm going to resurrect you. Jesus will I resurrect you if he doesn't release you. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. oh. You might be watching right mm -hmm. now. Maybe you're disappointed with Jesus. <laughs> you're like, hey, I asked him to do X, Y, and Z, and it turned out to be LMNOP. <laughs> I'm disappointed. You didn't do what I wanted. You didn't do it the way I wanted. You didn't do it how I wanted, in my timing, all that stuff. And maybe it's time to just kind of release the disappointment, let go, and just say, okay, Jesus, I want you to be all of who you are. 
Mm. Not just my own ideas, not my expectations, mm. not holding on to my disappointments or frustrations or anger or questions. Why? The whys, right? Let go of those things. And we'd love to pray with you and, and really see Jesus uh, shine in your heart and the fullness of who Jesus is, the, the realness, the vibrancy of Jesus. We'd love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. Let's, let's choose to let go. Let go. I don't understand. And I don't have to understand the stuff to believe. I don't have to understand. Oh my goodness. I can just settle into Jesus, keep focused on Jesus and let him grow the love in my heart for him. So hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of Quest 52. This will help nurture, cultivate, and, and really captivate your heart and your passion for Jesus even more than you already have. And if you don't have any, fantastic. If you already have a lot, fantastic. But everybody needs a copy of Quest 52. Take a 52-week journey into the heart of Jesus. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you Quest 52, a 15-minute-a-day, year-long pursuit of Jesus. Let respected Bible professor and teaching pastor Mark Moore be your guide as you walk each week through hand-picked gospel readings from the life of Jesus. Plus, Old Testament passages addressing topics like, Does Jesus really care about pain? How can you know God's call on your life? How can you survive difficult days? And much more. We will also send you Sarah's Devoted to the Bible devotional, Marilyn's Read It, Speak It, Do It book, and our Daily Confession Scripture card. For your gift of $79 or more, we will send you our Milano Softone Daily Bible. This Bible is specially designed to help you read the Bible in one year while having a reading experience unlike any Bible before. Enhance your understanding of the Bible and relationship with Jesus. Call or click today for this valuable resource. Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done. By becoming a partner with Marilyn Hickey Ministries, you'll share in bringing God's miracles and healing to the sick, experiencing a deep love for the Bible, and taking the gospel to the nations. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha Oil Vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah. Our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never-before-released teachings. The Majesty Coffee Table Book featuring beautiful representations of the names of God and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word and to connect everyone with the heart of God. Welcome back to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. Mm. Yes, it's good to be back. And Mark, you have a whole chapter whole chapter about Jesus meeting our needs, oh. because I think that's where people get some disappointments instead of appointments. Mm. And would you please share more how he does that? Because a lot of people have disappointments and yeah. we don't want it to be a disappointment. I, it, I'm going to steal that line, not a disappointment, but an appointment. Yes. I think it. about um, when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Mary and Martha, their brother is dying and they yeah. send to Jesus, you got to come, you got to come. He deliberately stays and he deliberately stayed for two days, knowing that it would take him two days to get there so that Lazarus would be dead four days. 
Now, I wouldn't expect anybody to know this necessarily, but Jews believed that a departed spirit would hang around the body for maximum of three days. So when Jesus comes at four, he's gone and there's no hope. Martha comes to him and Martha and Mary both say the exact same sentence. Had you been here, my brother would not have died. But with Martha, Jesus has this long theological conversation because that's what she needed. Mary, she didn't get a long theological conversation. Jesus just wept. Jesus will meet you where you need with what you need. And again, when we think he hasn't met our need, it's because he tends to exceed our expectation, not meet our expectation. They never expected Lazarus to be raised from the dead. Mm. And honestly, I feel sorry for Lazarus because he had to come back into the world and die again. <laughs> Sometimes our prayers are not what's best for us, but God knows what's best for us. And Jesus will not only exceed your expectation, but meet you in that space that is that dark place for you. And he'll come as you need him to come as the savior that you need, not what somebody else needs. He won't do for you what he did for everybody else. He'll do for you what you need and when you need it. Mm. That's been my experience following mm. him. What and when, <laughs> it's important. Yeah, it's not mm. what I want necessarily, but it's what I need. And it's not always when I want, that's it's for sure. It's when I need. What yeah. and when, yeah. I just encourage you, you might uh, be struggling in your own in your own entity of, of need. Sometimes we get, I don't know about you, but I get stuck in a need, you know, and I'll just, I'll cogitate. I'll like cycle around, you know, need, 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 need. And, and it helps me to like take a pause and look up, look up to Jesus if you've ever been in an airport, you know, you always know the signs are up. So if you're looking for the bathroom, just look up because <laughs> you got signs that are going to tell you where. And I think it's even more important for us to think about that in terms of Jesus to look up. Instead of looking uh, horizontal and looking down, let's choose to look up and grab your copy of Quest 52. This will help you to continue every day to look up, to look to Jesus and to see Jesus uh, in new ways and in truth. And that's one of the things I love about Holy Spirit. Yeah. Spirit of truth leads us into truth. And Do, Don't you think that a lot of people are disappointed with Jesus? This is true for me. When I want him to become like me instead of me becoming like him. So we, we want the great cosmic Christ to incarnate again and be what we expect rather than us being transformed into his image. I think for me, that's that's one that's of the big, big barriers mm -hmm. of that's a big. seeing Jesus. And Paul talks about that, till Christ be formed in you, mm. right? I mean, I think it's Galatians 4.20, somewhere in there. And I think that's the whole point of this is that he must increase, we must decrease. That Jesus, the longer we live, the more we look, talk, smell, act. I want to yep. be, like be like Jesus. Let Jesus live through me. Yeah, I think about Colossians 3 that says that our life is now hidden with Christ and God. We don't even know what we are. But when he appears, we'll see him for the first time and we'll see ourselves really for the first time as well. Right, right. And oh man, we could, you and me, we'd be like going to the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's a question. This is going to come a little bit of left field for you, but I don't think it'll throw you for a loop. So in <laughs> maybe John chapter 9. This is when Jesus meets the blind guy. Right. He's walking, I think he's walking out of the temple and he walks by the blind guy. And the disciples say to him, who sinned, his parents or him, 
<laughs> that he was born blind. So like, I think that's a really interesting question. How can he be born blind and sin, <laughs> yeah. right? That like that the sequence is messed up there. But Jesus spits on the dirt, makes mud. What do you think about that whole whole? And it's a healing, right? Go wash them, pool yep. asylum. What do you think about that? And how does that relate to us today? Well, it's, it's interesting. The Old Testament, if you ha- if you were a Jew and you know put put on your yarmulke, this will make perfect sense. The rabbis actually did say that you could sin in utero. And they yeah. gave as an example, Jacob, Serious. And, yeah, Jacob and Esau, oh, Jacob grabbed his heel the, and, yep. and like try, they called it attempted manslaughter in wow. the womb. I know it's like, wow, <laughs> say it backwards. Wow. It's an, incredible. But then the, the spittle Jews, well, not just Jews, the ancients in general believe that your bodily fluid still contains your life force. So to, to take spittle, your life force and put it with mud he is reenacting the creation of mankind and said, I'm going to recreate you. And then he sent him to Siloam, which means sent. sent. Yep. Right. This is my story. I was sent to sent to wash to see. Hmm. That's me. Hmm. That's why that's the longest running miracle of the gospel of John, save Lazarus being raised from the dead. Because two are saying the same thing. This is not about Lazarus. It's not about a blind man. It's about you. Mm-hmm. And what Jesus can do in your life. If you are willing to see him without your eyes, you will see clearly who he actually is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he does this biddle thingy, and it says he smears it, right? Yeah. So the Greek is that epikrio. Yeah. Oh, anointing. Uh huh. Right? Creo, Christ. Christ, Jesus Christ, the anointed one. So the spittle, in essence, becomes That's good. Anointing, the anointing on the blindness. Mm. And sometimes I think we get offended with Jesus because we don't want the spit and we don't want the dirt, but we don't appreciate that that's absolutely hands-on Jesus connecting and transforming to bring healing. Yeah, and the other thing that about that passage that strikes me is the disciples are asking why, why, why? Yeah. Why do I have pain? Why do I have hurt? And Jesus is going, forget about the why. This was for God's glory. Not that God made him blind so that he could heal him and be glorified. That would be cruel. He's saying, forget about why, forget about the past. Right now, what can God do to give you sight? And it's all with Jesus, it's always the right now. Right now, here, here we are, you and me. What do you need? How can I help you see what you're blind to? I love what you say. Jesus is always the right now. Yeah. I love that. And I think sometimes we live in the past. Yeah. Our future. Mm-hmm. Will he do this? And we don't appreciate that Jesus is the, the God of time, right? He blesses time. Mm-hmm. Time is not a curse. We it's don't good. run out of time. We don't have like a lack of time. We have exactly the right time. And yeah. it's now. You might be watching right now. Maybe you're frustrated with Jesus. You're like, I don't like the, the mud and the spit. I don't like the hardship mm-hmm. that I'm going through. I don't, I feel blind and I need to see. We would love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We know that Jesus absolutely can can illuminate and bring light into the blind, dark areas of your life and help you to walk in the fullness that Jesus has for you. Mark, if you had one thing just real quick here to say to, to the audience as far as it relates to Jesus, yeah. what would be your final thought? Well, let's go back to the blind man. The He was kicked out of the synagogue for following Jesus. But what does he care? He was never really welcomed in. Where else have you been, been welcomed and accepted unilaterally by anyone? Jesus will do that for you. And so I would suggest that right now you say what the blind man said, Lord, tell me who the Son of Man is and I'll believe in him. 
anybody who can help me see is going to be my savior. I'll follow you wherever you want to take me. And transformation. Transformation to walk in the fullness of identity and reality and design that God put inside of him. That's right. God didn't make him to be blind. God made him to have sight. Mm. And, and God has tremendous, tremendous future design, purpose plans for you today. Some of you watching, you've been struggling because you feel like you're less than, you're insecure, you don't measure up, you feel like I'm, I have fallen, I've, I've made mistakes, I'm, I've failed. Some of you have the mindset, not only have you failed, you are a failure. Mm. And Jesus wants to step into the deception, step into the darkness, step into the despondency, the depression, the discouragement that you have. Jesus wants to bring a transformation. Jesus wants to anoint you and take away, wash away, the blindness so that you can see and live and and be vibrant and walk out the design that Jesus has put in you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you. Grab your copy of Quest 52. Absolutely help you to see Jesus walking in your life every single day. Take a 52-week journey into the heart of Jesus. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you Quest 52, a 15-minute-a-day, year-long pursuit of Jesus. Let respected Bible professor and teaching pastor Mark Moore be your guide as you walk each week through hand-picked gospel readings from the life of Jesus, plus Old Testament passages addressing topics like, does Jesus really care about pain? How can you know God's call on your life? How can you survive difficult days and much more? We will also send you Sarah's devoted to the Bible devotional, Marilyn's Read It, Speak It, Do It book, and our daily confession scripture card. For your gift of $79 or more, we will send you our Milano Softone Daily Bible. This Bible is specially designed to help you read the Bible in one year while having a reading experience unlike any Bible before. Enhance your understanding of the Bible and relationship with Jesus. Call or click today for this valuable resource. We are so happy that you've watched this program. Mark, would you pray for our audience as God directs you? I I would love to. Yes. Let's pray. Holy Father, we call you that because of your son, Jesus. We want to pursue him relentlessly. We want to thank you that you sent your son to give his life as a sacrifice for our sins, but not just just to give himself, but to give give us a model of what it's like to be cross-bearing, fruit-producing believers in Jesus Christ. Lord, would you give us the power to live a life that makes Jesus famous all around the globe? Mm -hmm. Would you give us the heartbeat of him for lost people? Would you give us the priority of Jesus that interruptions are our ministry to those around us? For those watching, Lord, I pray that they would find a place Mm -hmm. that they could be Jesus for the people that they know. And for those who don't know Jesus, Lord, would you send your Holy Spirit to prompt their hearts to invite to the love of God that we could call you Abba and Father and Savior and friend. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And thank you for watching today. And I want you to say this. Today is the best day of my life. Yes, it is. Because Jesus Christ lives big in me today. That's good. And mom, you know, I know that Jesus can grow big in us every single day that we can love Jesus more and more each and every day. And that's my prayer for you is that we keep falling in love with Jesus each and every day in a fresh and a new way, seeing him in all of his glory and all of his beauty in our lives. 